Well, Flyers fans, Chuck Fletcher is officially out as the Flyers president and GM, which is an interesting aspect of the story there, Russ. It is. Um, obviously, it's just a part of it. And, you know, we'll talk about it and we'll uh, break it down. We absolutely will. Stay tuned. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Flyers fans. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here, as always, with Russ Cohen, who's on Twitter at Sportsology. We are here to talk about the breaking news that Chuck Fletcher is out as Flyers GM and president. Danny Briere is in as the interim GM. And I think that the first question all of us are asking is why now? Well, the optics, I, I think, just got to be too bad. I think we all had the uh, opinion and may have heard things that maybe um, Chuck would get bumped upstairs. I do think the uh, season ticket holder booing uh, was part of it. But I think the bigger part of it was the uh, complete failure at the trade deadline. That, that's, that was the biggest part of it. Everything else was a contributing factor. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that you know, maybe they thought they could hold off until the off season and, and see where things were going. But that season ticket holder at town hall was uh, pretty devastating for Chuck Fletcher in terms of, of the booing. And, you know, we said it in our trade deadline recap. When you looked around the league, teams that were sellers were able to sell yeah. across the board, except for the Flyers. And, you know, you look at some of the other deals that were made and you have to think there must have been some sort of market for JVR there that Chuck Fletcher either wasn't willing to do or wasn't exploring fully. And uh, the cap situation, which we talked about this week, probably had a lot to do with it as well. Uh, but as as far as the timing, it is very interesting that is, a, you know, a week out of the trade deadline and I th you got to think that management wanted to get more of a head start on planning for the off season and just, you know, pull off the bandaid now. Yeah. But again, you know, I know that people think that when something like this happens, it might satiate the uh, fan base. It's, it's not, uh, there's only like this temporary, like, okay, great. We kind of were hoping or figuring this would happen. And, but the fans are still not happy. And so, and I'm not saying mo all moves should be made to make the fans happy, but you do have to try and sell tickets. And exactly. that's something that we brought up on the show many times. So uh, it won't be the end, but uh, the way it breaks down, the optics of it are very important. So it'll be interesting, like, you know, giving Briere the interim. Okay. At mm -hmm. least that was a smart optical thing to do. Even if you are, have plans on instilling him, not putting him in right at this moment is a good move just for the optics of it. But I will also tell you that, you know, there are fans that say, Hey, listen, Danny Breer has been around for a year while all this has been going on. And so at some point he'll have to speak on that as to how he'll be doing things differently, even if it's for a short time. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the interesting parts of the announcement is that Chuck Fletcher was out as president and GM. I know some of us, myself included, had thought maybe they would fail him up and just be Chuck Fletcher up and just be president and get Danny Breer in as a, a new GM, but he's out entirely and that there is a plan in place to really separate those two roles more officially and have uh, potentially some more changes in the front office coming in the the coming weeks or this off season that, that you know they really want to rebuild how hockey ops is run with the team now take it with a grain of salt i understand but at the same time things seem to be going in a positive direction on that front sure but i'll, I'll just give you an example how things can go sideways with the hockey ops so you kind of remember when uh, Mark Hunter was out in Toronto and Kyle Dubas was in um, all of a sudden there was like this, well, we're not going to go with Mark Hunter's scouting reports. We'd all heard about that. And in that draft, Kyle Dubas went all OHL players, a lot of suit players, players that he really knew and relied on and, and went with. And, you know, based on that, uh, to me, that wasn't an ideal way to do things. So, you know, right now you're kind of going through this season, but you have a very important draft coming up. And if personnel changes for that, that's also going to change how you view the draft and how you view those reports. And it could get complicated. Yeah, it absolutely can. And, you know, one of the things we have talked about on this show related to the draft is the scouting department. And how, you know, the the NHL scouting department maybe hasn't been, you know, up to snuff recently in terms of, you know, being able to figure out what appropriate deals are and being able to make them effectively, which could have led to Fletcher not being able to make, you know, some of the deals over the season that we would have liked to have seen. Um, but also, you know, we've seen, while the Flyers haven't, picked bad players they haven't maybe picked the ideal players in the draft uh you know obviously we've been saying oh, I we think you could wanted david yerichek you know you go back yeah, to the Cole Cole field I, I i think you could find at least two or three instances mm -hmm. where you would say hmm yeah and and i think that has to be reviewed for sure absolutely and you know, it, it, there really isn't a, a long runway for this, for this year's draft. Uh, it may seem like there's enough time, but maybe, you know, it, it is a short window until this year's draft. But hopefully they can, you know, at least make some interim changes to to see if there's anything that they could do to change their draft board a little bit or their approach to the draft board and utilizing some of the analytics staff that they have hired maybe more effectively. Um, but we'll see what happens with those roles moving forward as well. Um, you know, as, as far as Danny Breer as GM, I think, or interim GM, I think you're right that he's going to be sort of held accountable for what his role has been in the last year, but then also see what his plan is for the future. And, you know, I'm curious what you think Danny Breer could be doing in the next weeks or months? Well, he's going to evaluate the talent at the NHL level. This could be a help to John Tortorella because, again, we feel like some players weren't playing to their full capacity. 
And if they felt like their jobs were safe because Chuck Fletcher was there, they may feel less safe today. So I think there's that. I think the uh, interpersonal relationship between Danny Briere and John Tortorella is paramount. Who's going to have the upper hand there? What's the perception of who's going to have the upper hand there? A lot of times that comes down to who makes more money, Rachel. Yes, it does. So this is another challenging aspect for Danny Briere to kind of work with John, but not let John, you know, call the shots per se. So this is another big part of what's going to go on, at least for the end of this season, and then possibly going into next, depending on, you know, how it all shakes out with when the uh, final, final announcements are, are happening. So, Again, this is a, a big thing. Like, I don't know. It's going to take a very strong person in Danny to say to John, listen, uh, you know, if I were him, I would be like, obviously, there have been some good results here, but then there's some mixed things, and we now need to identify those mixed things. And it'll be interesting to see how open John is to that. I fully expect John today to just back Chuck and wish him well and not really comment on it. So I don't think you're going to gain anything from that. And I'm not sure the Flyers will have Danny even speak for a little while because um, he's on the road. And again, they kind of did this while he was on the road, right? Right. So there's a natural unavailability that goes on until Saturday, at least, or game skate today. If they have one, they could cancel it. So, you know, these are the PR moves now that, that matter and how things are all kind of dancing around right now. It's all in flux. Yeah. I, th I think that the next week or so is going to be very critical with everything that happens and that balance of power to your point between Danny Breer and John Tortorella is kind of an audition for Danny Breer that how can yes. he perform as GM with such a strong personality like John Tortorella as head coach and can he manage him? That, right. that That's a huge, huge part of being GM is being able to balance that relationship with the head coach and figure out, you know, in, in terms of the big picture, what the personnel move should be versus maybe what Tortorella wants in the immediate. And um, so I think that'll be a huge factor in deciding if Danny Breer eventually gets the job. It seems like from the announcements and what we've heard, that that is by no means a guarantee that this is definitely an interim role and that he will be considered, right. but other candidates will also be part of the conversation as well. And so this is, I mean, we hope we, we don't know that for certain. Right. But it seems like it from what we know now. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it. I would say that too. All right. Well, I, I want to talk a little bit about Chuck Fletcher's legacy as GM of the Flyers and what it might mean for his future. And we will do that coming up next. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sports app, sportsbook app. It's safe and secure and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Maybe you should focus on the 76ers now. They're, they seem to be uh, not in flux. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout 
with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Russ, Chuck Fletcher ends his tenure with the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, 141 wins, 145 losses, and 48 loser points, uh, which is just under NHL 500. And, um, you know, only getting to the playoffs in the bubble season. Um, I understand, you know, you look at COVID and how that affected everything, but other teams managed to find some success there as well. And other teams managed to, to find some positive steps with the rough cap situation and use all the mm-hmm. tools at their disposal. And um, I think one of the, the biggest things with Chuck Fletcher that we've talked about is that he was just not very successful at having backup plans throughout that he may have had at least up front some initial good plans and and knowing what the team needed to accomplish but then he couldn't execute on that effectively right yeah there's no question um whether they were targeting certain players or doing certain things that the plan was never quite great if, if if their target wasn't met some of their signings were a bit hasty uh especially like with term again like the market value for ristolainen is fine but you extended him before you even know who the coach was going to be and maybe what the whole situation was going to look like so that was that was risky in that regard the term you know the, the term on that is the issue it's not the aav on that one right um with kevin hayes you got a player strictly uh that you thought would fit for av he did and then av was gone and then he's never really this year he's put up some points but nobody would say this is a good season and the fact that he's playing third third line center at over seven million dollars is a cap failure so you have that um the sandheim contract you had to extend him. i get it I don't know if you had to give him eight years. And again, now he's riding a tough wave with the coach. Now, Tortorella tried to ease that the other day by saying he'll continue to work with him and nothing's going to count against him. And, you know, talk is talk. I see what John does in games, and that's what matters. And so if they don't get the most out of Travis Sanheim, that will be a, a cap nightmare too. Sean Couturier, there was nothing they could do about. You weren't right. expecting that. That's fine. Um, Ryan I Ellis. I would say with – well, I'm going to get to him last. I'm going to okay. say with Ham Atkinson, um, again, he had a history too. Maybe he gets an extra year more than Voracek. I'm not sure, although Voracek's contract will live on now. Um, so in the end, can't kill that one. Uh Ryan Ellis is an interesting one because, again, I was on the conference call when they welcomed him to Philly, and he was asked about his injury history, and he bristled about that. And he was like, well, you know, this time I think it was his hand or something like that. And But he really bristled about being an injured player. And it was a fair question then, and it's even more fair to ask now. 
Um, so that falls on Chuck too. That does because yeah, that was uh, a risky move. And again, uh, the fact that the player bristled on it during the press conference, the opening press conference, to me wasn't a good sign. So all of those things help show you what happened to the cap that Hextall cleaned out, and that took him a while, to where it is now. So now you've gone from, you know, the Hextall era, which again, there's still plenty of players playing from the Hextall era. Even if there's no A pluses, there's plenty of players playing. So a lot of the depth in the organization is because of that. Some of the depth is because of the Fletcher group, but not as much. Um, a few more will pan out for sure over the years because you got to give it five years from a draft. But, you know, right now, even from a player development standpoint, we've talked about uh, disconnects between Lehigh and the big club. And that's another thing that had only partially gotten fixed this year. And really, like I had said a week ago, really Chuck only seemed to care about it in the last week. Because yeah. he never talked about Lehigh before that and didn't really seem to react at all to Lehigh. Yeah, I think that's a, a huge part of it, too. And, you know, we talked in the first segment about the drafting that, you know, they, they made some solid picks, but there were potentially better pick options out there. And, and that kind of dovetails into the relationship with Lehigh and, and player development. And I think that there's a, a little bit of a disconnect with player development, which ostensibly Danny Breer was supposed to help with to some degree. So we'll see if, if that improves under Danny Breer, or at least there's like mm -hmm. evidence that it's going to improve under Danny Breer. But I, I think that that player development was a huge uh, factor in Chuck Fletcher's lack of success to a large degree and managing those personnel. Um, I, I agree with um, everything you said about those individual deals. I think the Tony D'Angelo signing was was a, a bad move, I, as we have Awful. seen play out. That And that's another one that he seemed to give money to people um, at the wrong time for the wrong term, I think is the big yeah. the big picture takeaway from there. I'm I'm very curious if he gets a job in hockey again. I think that. You know, there is the GM and coaching carousel, right, where guys just get resets at, at different teams. And I think in some cases, you know, there's something to be said about circumstantial things affecting and it was just time for that person to go and they should get another job. But I think with Chuck Fletcher, a lot more of it was his own doing than is typical in some of these situations. Yeah, but he's kind of like a legacy guy in hockey, so I'm expecting him to get a job in a couple of years. Maybe not as a GM, mm -hmm. but in some sort of hockey ops. Yeah, he's certainly uh, not a broadcaster somewhere. like guy, so he won't no. be going that route, I, I would surmise. No. So I, I would expect to see something down the road. But, you know, in the interim, and it is the interim right now with Danny Briere. You know, he, he's a little hamstrung. He mm -hmm. is. Because even though he's been around and learning and such, uh, there's not a lot of season left. And you are kind of at the mercy of the coach because he's, he's a strong-willed coach. So, like I said, he has to stay strong and do his own evaluations. And at the end of the season, sit down with John and go over them. 
Now, the problem is, and this is where having an interim tag is, how serious will John take it if he's not the actual GM? You know what I mean? Like the end of the year, John might say, yeah, 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 this is great. Okay, great. And to himself say, well, we'll see if he even has the job in two months. And that's that's human nature. Like that happens. So we can't predict what's going to happen with that. So that's that's an obstacle. I think that uh, it, it's a tall mountain for Danny Briere to climb, especially if they're going to make additional changes prior to the draft or free agency um, or try and make a decision on a full time GM before that time. It's a very, very short window for Danny Briere to work with. Got to wish him the best of luck and certainly hope things are, are on the upswing for the Flyers because Lord knows the fan base deserves it. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the first things that he should do is make sure that he's getting reports on Jay O'Brien. Like, that's a guy that they could still mm-hmm. retain if they want to. They need to figure that out. Emil Andre's season just right. ended. We talked about that Act- on today's you know, the Friday show. Right. You got to keep that rolling. So there's things that have to be tended to now, and then there are things that are for down the road. But two of these things are for now and for down the road. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, we will have more on the fallout from the Chuck Fletcher firing and Danny Breer interim hiring as GM. We're going to talk about the Pens game from over the weekend, and we'll have our nemesis of the week all on the Monday show and uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you then.